The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too My boss at work has an odd way to say a passing hello, and it's confusing me. <laughs> Walk by me and say, what do you think? But not asking about anything in particular. <laughs> this happens a few times every day, and I don't know how to respond. What kind of things should I say? Should I come up with a standard response, or should I mix it up a little bit? Help me, brothers. That's from Confused and Cincinnati. Jesus so, guys. There's literally so many ways to respond to this. Ooh. What do you think? My favorite being, what do you think? Yeah. Just that's... turn the mirror uh, you know, up to nature and make him go, uh, that doesn't make any sense. <sighs> exactly. What can you do? No, I think you've got to randomly pick an adjective that you can give to him as a response. Like, oh, pretty wet. Or something See, like that. See, I was going to say a noun, and you could just be like, potatoes. Well, that doesn't make sense, because when Maybe I... he's asking, <laughs> what do you think we're going to have for lunch? Okay. Potatoes. But he would say that, I think. No, like, what do you think? Like, someone that just, like, maybe there's someone that always sees your boss before you that mm-hmm. says, like, do you guys want to go out after work? And then the boss is saying what you think about it, but you were not part of the A part of the conversation. Okay, and so he dips your head, and then your response to what should we eat for lunch is potatoes. Potatoes. <laughs> well, just mash them, boil them, stick them in the stew. I you don't, don't know. Travis is a boar, mm-hmm. so it it's good. <laughs> Grubs that works out. Mm-hmm. Grubs. Uh, <laughs> Travis is Timon, and I'm Pumbaa, and we have a comedy podcast. It's called Timon and Pumbaa. <laughs> hey, and uh, not Griffin, and not because <laughs> he's not down with bugs. Um, hey, what? Uh, uh, what? Well, maybe that's a good response. What do you think, Hakuna Matata? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, hey, don't don't you guys think? It, did you guys ever watch Slim Good Body? Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. the picture. Of the- <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome if just once you could see <laughs> like an awesome dookie? <laughs> Slim Good Body. Yeah, like one ribbled. <laughs> You're saying like if you could look through Slim Good Body and see a performance one scene episode, best. like a deleted scene somewhere where he's like eyes oh, like <laughs> a bunch of corned beef. <laughs> <laughs> I got a kid fit. Packing and then go shit. I'm packing Excuse a solid. Me, everyone. I'm packing a solid bolus in here. This is going to turn. <laughs> Read both at the same time. Here we go. Uh, this okay. Yahoo answer is. Sent I recently in. found out what we're was, not really doing this. It I was, was sent in by Krista Whalen. <laughs> Thanks, Krista. You know it's good. That's like the Nintendo seal of quality. Uh, it's by Yahoo Answers user Chris who asks, "What is the hole on the penis called?" Travis, do you? I do know. Do you really? I mean, it's the urethra. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. It's not called. The urethra is the tube the that connects the penis tube. hole to the piss bag. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, the hole in the tip of the penis. It's the tip hole. Is called the dip, debt ceiling. <laughs> is, your, is your penis now? <laughs> no, it's technically called the debt ceiling. That's why they're always talking about raising that. the debt ceiling. Right. That's why it was such yeah. a kerfuffle. It is. It, and that's a why it was such racy. a hot button issue. <laughs> I'm. I have had control of my dreams for so long that mm-hmm. I'm worried if I go in willy nilly, the dreams are just going to run roughshod over my. Yeah. Emotions. The dream lord will be like, finally, a weak point. <laughs> finally, now experience all the emojis you've been holding back. <laughs> You've been holding on to these emojis in this bottle. I've been saving them. Experience them all. Have sex with the teeth that fell out of your head because you're naked at school and you forgot your lines at the play. And, and you forgot how to run quickly and you feel like you're moving through molasses. And also you're flying off a cliff and you're on fire and your parents are there and there's your grandma. And you're trying to punch the dude, but you can't remember how to make a fist. You can't remember how to make a fist and your hands are bones and teeth. <laughs> 
And all your uh, stuff because... will come in a very discreet box. None of those oh, big, man, like, bright red, box. this box full of dildos boxes you normally get. <laughs> you will, you'll be lucky if you can find it. <laughs> they, they, will make it they will make it look like the rock you hide your key under. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> I could have sworn I ordered something from them. They actually have you guys seen Looper? What they do is they travel back in time and they give you that <laughs> dildo twenty minutes before you ordered it. So you've all actually always had that dildo. Only you go what? Wait a second! But then you go thirty years and it's your dildo. It was your dildo. <laughs> they close the loop. I closed my dildo loop. Now close your loop. And by loop, I mean butthole. Close it up with this thing. <laughs> At extremerestraints.com. Keep on code middleist. Close your loop. I'm... You're orgasming wrong. <laughs> I'm Dan Aykroyd, the brother of Jos- old Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> and I'm going to close your dildo loop. He grew up into me. He grew up into me in an alternate future where someone gave him <laughs> a dildo. Can you believe it? No, neither can I. <laughs> me neither. I really in the future, dildos are illegal, so we have to put them in this machine and send them back to you, and you can save money on them, and you got to get rid of them, by which I mean put them all the way up your butt until you can't see it anymore. That way, future cops can't find it. Griffin, are you suggesting that the reason Dan Aykroyd's head is increasing in size is because people are using his head to store (laughs) contraband future dildos? Is that what you're saying to me right now? And as I assume all of you want a uh, My Brother, My Brother and Me shout out, just go to MaximumFun.org forward slash Jumbotron. That and you too could join the, the, the podcast. Crowd. I can't believe that I used the same air in this room to wish those people that said that the stars were each other's love or something to also say that Dan Aykroyd's head is full of illegal future deltos. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe smoke a little Doja and then go in. Ooh. Ooh. Like hello. That. Maybe get a go little. Go in drunk. Maybe you smoke a little peaches and herb and then go in. <laughs> yeah. And I like that. It's like office space, but instead of getting hip, hypnotized. Right. You get a You're little. Getting... You get a little dip. Hip, you get ganjatized. Okay. Well, uh, not right. that. I'll work on no, it. I'll hip, workshop it. I'll hip, come back. Hippotized? Is that any good? Uh, Is that I don't maybe, know. Sp- maybe spend an hour with Man from Man's Earth Band and then you roll in. <laughs> Say hey, what's up? What's up with the work? Hey, where's the paper? Hey. At? Let me sign. Let me file those reports for you. Hey, hey. These, these keys are crazy, man. We've never smoked marijuana before, no. so we're just guessing what it's like. It makes you talk that's like, like that's what it's like. Like you're trapped in a glass box. It makes you talk like a very meek jazz musician. <laughs> He's afraid of waking the baby. Hey, no, 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 no! Shuffle sleeping. Look at that computer screen. Ooh. Ooh. I type in an email. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be such a power play to just start being the guy in your office who always talk like that. Oh, just well, low see, talk, Greg, and everyone's like, "What? Excuse me? What did <laughs> you say?" They would eventually. Even if you had put in your two weeks notice, they would ask you to stop coming. Yes, <laughs> I can't hear you over the laser printer. What the fuck did you say? I can't I believe I just sent that email without a subject. Can you believe that? <laughs> I wish they put a little, wish they had a little guy in there. You could just call it back. Come on back, email. <laughs> I like this guy. I like this guy. I like this guy too. Can I talk like this for the rest of my life? <laughs> Ah, shit, the printer's broken. Oh, what's wrong, What's wrong? Let me take a look oh, at it. Yeah, that's broken. Oh, we got a jam. Just got a jam. We got, we got a little toner bone going <laughs> on here. We're going to fix this right up. Ooh, ooh, got a little on my shirt. That's all you right, just, the old I'll shirt. Tell you what, why don't you just get that screen and just read it out loud to the whole office? <laughs> I'll get everybody to shut on down. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Philip's going to read this real important email about not eating people's lunch out of the fridge. <laughs> Everybody keep it down. Go ahead. Go ahead, Philip. As we say in the jazz world, the stage is yours. (laughs) Come on. Go on. Don't hold back. I like your rhythm. That's a good cadence, Philip. Anybody want some of this, Jay? (laughs) Why why are y'all grimacing at me? I do want to apologize for bringing my infant son into the office again. Poor little, the babysitter canceled, so poor little Grimace had to come, come along with me. Tuckered out. I did name him after McDonald's. Hey, anybody want up on this spliff tannin? <laughs> now, what's that? You'd, uh, you'd prefer I not return tomorrow? Well, that is, of course, your choice. 
I will I will hate to not live up to my contribution. But uh but I understand sometimes it just don't work out. Ain't the the way of the world. I know, let me sing you this song I wrote about a situation just like this. I know it's a little song just like this about a little old caterpillar just wants to <laughs> fill up his stores of grain. So he plays his winter. fiddle all all winter and then the chicken comes along and tries to eat his grain. I'll just be going. You're right. <laughs> It's best I go now. Do you have a box I can put all my accoutrements? Actually, I just have this pin. So I'm just going to take... Whoa, you're being a little rough, sir. There's no need for that. I'll find my way to the elevator. No problem at all. I did want to hear the end of Philip's email. (laughs) Go ahead, Philip. Philip, you don't have to just sit there staring. Why are y'all crying? Maybe What's everybody crying? Philip, maybe you could forward that to me. My, I do not own a computer. I will read it at the library. <laughs> and I, again, I do want to apologize to everybody for me not wearing pants or underwear <laughs> into the office today. I don't and even so, believe I work here now that I look back uh, on it. I, come, come to think of it, this is Denny's. <laughs> so I am sorry about this. This thing I've been typing on, it's been a placemat. <laughs> I do understand why my employment is being terminated. That is not a, that's not a picture of my wife and kids. That is eggs. <laughs> I work in a haunted building. It used to be a hospital, which has since been turned into a retirement home. Many of the employees have encountered weird things like whispering in the ear when they're alone and see reflections in the glass and no one's behind them. Even to the extreme of an employee getting thrown against a wall, which somebody saw. The problem is that I don't believe in any of that stuff, but I want to. How can I convince whatever is haunting my work to prove they exist to me? That's from one to believe in Thunder Bay, Ontario. If you say you, stuff like, uh, I'm just one day away from retirement, uh-huh. uh, from, yeah, hospital, that's a good way from to, hospital work. That <laughs> Yes. If, if you say, I hope no one eats this ghost food I laid out. Yeah. <laughs> Then that is a now pretty specifically, sure way to get Justin, them. can you? Because I know that you had a brief um, uh, ghost hunter face. What is the? Yeah. What kind of food? What kind of food are we talking about? Okay, well, is it ghost combos? <laughs> <laughs> is that the ghost of combos or combos? Food? So when you eat combos, <laughs> yeah, okay. So you get a bowl, you fill it with combos. Okay, uh-huh. you eat all the combos in that bowl. Sure. <laughs> Is, then, is, is a, is a ghost but of, you got to make sure that you leave the combos there long enough for the energy to soak sure the, the spectral air. residue from these combos yeah. how come that's not on the right. fucking bag of ingredients what if my kid's allergic to spectral combo residue <laughs> thanks for nothing general mills my kid's the dead the other important thing is you have to eat them as violently as possible to be sure to leave behind the spirit <laughs> It's best if they have an unrequited love, too. You need some sort of unfinished business. One of the combos is maybe going to go to college, you know, something like that. Man, fuck. How come as many times as I've seen chickens killed on TV, I've never seen a ostrich decapitated with machete? Can you imagine how sweet that would be? I feel like that's like, a Mythbusters waiting to happen. Yeah, here's a myth. That would be awesome. Why would that be Buster. awesome? Think about how long its neck is. There is a lot of neck there. No, I know. (laughs) Where would you cut? You have so many options. Like, you could be, you could do like a backflip with a sword and, and, and chop it anywhere and that head's gonna come right off. You're saying, you're saying it would look awesome. It's hard to. As long as we're doing that, then can we do the cartoon thing where they tie two flamingos together? I wanna try. What cartoon thing are you, what cartoon? Flamingos all the time. I think it's uh, in Alice in Wonderland. What avian cartoon snuff films are you watching? I And by the way, we haven't properly addressed the fact that Justin wants to cut an ostrich's goddamn head off. I you was trying to steer the conversation away from that. For, for, away from the fact that our brother's a serial killer. <laughs> it would just be fun. I, would, I don't want to do it. I'm saying I want to see it on YouTube. They are beautiful regal birds. They're basically... They're basically super. They're super think, swans, is what they are. They're mega swans. I think if you are, if you are, an, have something with that long of a neck, it is just begging to be decapitated. Do you think that like somewhere like God or the Creator of whatever is sitting around going like, I can't believe nobody's decapitated those birds yet. I did gave it to them. That was a gimme. Did you just get a theological on us? 
whatever yeah. whatever supreme being created ostriches obviously I made them I didn't want to sport. alienate the Venn diagram of people that both don't believe in God but also want to see ostriches killed yeah sure sure I didn't sure. want to alienate them mm-hmm. <laughs> when looking for a new apartment I asked the realtor if the house I was looking at was haunted she said she isn't legally allowed to talk about that <laughs> is that code for yes it makes me nervous because I get the vibe Virginia can be pretty haunted that's for Gmail Sure. So uh, Ohio is for lovers, and Virginia <laughs> for is for for lovers who killed each other in a terrible passion. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my god! God, I hope that's true. I hope that when you're getting like your your realtor's license, <laughs> it's like you can tell them about the bathrooms, talk about the hardwood floors. If they ask about ghosts, legally you must be ambiguous. Well, legally, I don't think they can talk about if like somebody was murdered in the house, which is the number. One. Ghosts don't just like fucking wander from house to house. Like, oh, it seems like a pretty good place to set up ghost shop. Oh, check out two and a half bath mm. for how much? Is that yeah. a day? That's gonna feel good on my ghost. Oh, parts. it's got like a pool grotto thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love in here. I love the idea that the first week of realtor school is prices and like cleaning the house and decoration. And the second week is ghosts and ghost related <laughs> questions. Like, listen, ghosts. today we're going to deal with a sensitive topic of if you are asked about ghosts. Is it possible that they, um, they just actually have a week called smart ass visitors? Yeah. And it's just things that you say to people who are smart asses that come to look at your house. Have you guys ever seen a ghost? Oh, man. Wow, just went right for it. Huh? <laughs> just went right for before it. We, before God. we spend an hour talking about what Yahoo thinks about ghosts, we should really dig deep and do some spiritual exploration. Are we being uh, real talk? I might still be drunk. Is this I, real talk? Are we doing real talk ghosts? I don't know, Travis. I don't know, Travis. Can you make it funny or will it be sad? Oh, it'll be sad. I want to hear... Oh, now you have to. Sorry. Let me clear mine up. No. Because ghosts are real. Go on, Travis. I mean, neither of I. Like, listen, neither of I. Hey, listen. We're all friends let's, here. Let's all, let's all just let's be just straight. Let's just put our ghosts on no. the table. No, I've seen no ghosts. Okay. I, I also ain't afraid of no ghosts, to be Okay. Uh, but... But... I do... I do have a certain belief that... That... Not in ghosts. But that, like, if something really tragic or, like, really horrific happens in a place, that there is, like, really bad juju there. You know what I mean? Oh, like, if you, have you, I mean, I'm sure it's all purely, like, psychological and you're telling yourself that. But, like, you know, you've walked into, like, the Moundsville prison and, like, uh, the Lincoln State Hospital that we went to in Point Pleasant. Like, you walk in and you're like, something bad happened here. Like, is that just me? The bad No, but I think a lot of that's aesthetics. Yeah, that's true too. You very, you very rarely like walk into a Macy's and you're like, oh, something bad happened here. Mm-hmm. Griffin, um, where are you at? You know, the ghosts I don't like is, that I, don't, I really double don't believe in are ghosts that have repeatable behavior patterns. Oh, the ones that are like, and every night she appears on the stairs. Yeah, she stands on the road. A ghost, she but I had hikes. to live on a schedule still. I would be fuck that. Yeah, I can float through anything. Yeah, no, I'm gonna go be a hedonist. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm gonna go to the babe's palace. Yeah. Later. I'd, ha- I'd haunt you, but I'd want to just like rub up against money. All the money in this bank. <laughs> that feeling that you get though, cause you did say you get a feeling when you wander yeah, into a place where a murder happened. There have been two tr- trillion people, 60 trillion people that have walked the earth at any given point. Well, not at any mm-hmm. given point, on all the points put together. Do you, everybody, there's not a square foot of this entire planet where somebody hasn't been horribly murdered. You don't know that. I know that for sure. Yeah, think about, if you think about all the people who've ever been alive. Law, law of large numbers. Listen, 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 listen. Now, I also, I also have to state that one of my personal heroes is Harry Houdini, who is one of, like, the biggest debunkers in history. And so, I don't believe in ghosts. I, I believe in Harry Houdini. But, um, he died. So he can't be all that great. Fair enough, Griffin. Fair enough. I mean, there probably are. We, we were probably not on on point earlier when we were talking about how ghosts go to live in the dopest situation they can float into. I imagine that ghosts, like regular people, like living people, they have different wants and needs and desires. And maybe right. some ghosts are like Jeffert, and they they you know they appreciate the the coziness of a bago. So you're yeah. saying like maybe this is like the ghost of Jeffert Senior, <laughs> and 
and he's just <laughs> the like, I feel Jeffrey. comfortable here. I like you here. I feel comfortable here. I, could... I know this place. This is where my armchair mm-hmm. is. I get to watch my son dip. I love it. <laughs> I've buried a skull in the front yard, and I can't go until you find my secret skull stash. <laughs> <laughs> now, why did he... Now, Griffin, I'm curious. In the, in the fiction you've stitched together here, Not fiction. Does... Go on, though. <laughs> Why does Jeffert bury the skull? What is Jeffert didn't. It? Jeffert's dead dad buried his secret Jeffert skull Senior. stash. Yeah. Jeffert Senior, the elder Jeffert. Mm-hmm. The elder Jeffert. Jeff- the elder. <laughs> the elder Jeffert buried his secret skull stash in the yard. And it's it's guys, it's enormous. It's a repository of sweet dippable ah. tobaccos. Um we're talking about hundreds of dollars worth of skull. And he can't leave this earth until Jeffert finds it. So is Jeff? So when we're talking, have about you guys music- seen No Country for Old Men? It's basically this. This is what I'm describing to you. Mm-hmm. Is the sequel, Skull Buddies, <laughs> Skull Hunters. Uh, that that would be a pretty good plot for a new City Slickers movie. If mm-hmm. anybody's in the market, <laughs> the Legend of, of Curly those. Skull, <laughs> the Legend of Jeffert Seniors, <laughs> the Elder Jeffert's Skull. Um. I'd watch that. Hey, so longest- Yahoo Answers user Emmy eight seven five and some other shit. I think eight seven five zero said that ghosts can attach themselves to anyone or anything. They could have died on the land or a road nearby and claim that trailer home. Doesn't that fucking suck? Doesn't <laughs> that fucking? Just- if it was me and I died, like I would, I would be like careening towards the eighteen wheeler. I would get Google Maps out real quick and just be like, "Where am I gonna fucking?" Ah, oh, god damn it! So I couldn't wait, like go careening saying- off the Hollywood Hills and like fucking chill with Will Smith for the rest of eternity. That's just great. Good so twist of like fate. They, they is the person saying that like as they're driving past this place, they died. And that's how it happened? That's how it happened. You go to the nearest residence, the nearest hauntable thing. <laughs> this is why you guys, if you're going to get murdered, have a conversation with your murderer first. Yeah, and, yeah. like, maybe try to negotiate the spot. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's then, so don't key. let him kill you, like, in the middle of, like, a downtown sketchy place. If you, you could get, I mean? like, a realtor to go along with the murderer, just to, uh-huh. like, show off a few places <laughs> and how it would be good for ghosts... I, I actually have it. a living murder will hmm. that oh. is a legally binding document. It took a while to set up, but basically it states that if you are going to murder me, yeah. you need to take me to within a a a hauntable distance. There has to be a Starbucks and, nearby, and, and it has got, to be and Jeff Goldblum's house. You got the signature of the head of the Assassin's Guild? Yeah, I got him to sign off on it. He agrees, so it's top down. You know, it's official. Wow. Yeah. Good work. Do you guys think Wi-Fi is Wi-Fi important to ghosts? Do you think like a good strong Wi-Fi, like fat, like real fat pipes? I think it becomes hard to distinguish yourself from the Wi-Fi signal. I think that at some point the ghost oh, is just like Johnny Mnemonic, like that's a fully good point. plugged in. Yeah, if it's yeah, but can you imagine like the, the problem that old people have, like figuring out new technology? Can you imagine being like a ghost in like a thousand years from now, trying to cope with like the new? technological developments and you're like whoa 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 what is this back in my day i just floated in the pipes and carried myself around the internet so what is all this if i get fucking stuck haunting someplace for a thousand years i'll be livid those those local kids should have solved my puzzle by then (laughs) (laughs) i mean let's yeah okay so justin griffin if you die right now what's your unfinished business that's gonna keep you around as a ghost because mine is i haven't finished watching walking dead yet i just ha- i just gotta clear out my internet history gotta j- gotta <laughs> blast blast my cash what did you hear that blast my cash please i try to go incognito but sometimes i forget blast my cash <laughs> Set me free. Press you control H. The wind. It sounds like it's telling us to review his cash. No. no. Press control H. Check all the boxes and go. Set me free. Blast my cash. <laughs> Shrink the window down in case some words show up that don't you shouldn't see. Please. Grandson. Grandson. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, I actually need to master the fushigi, but I'm gonna need human hands to do it. Someone need a willing host, a sort of Whoopi Goldberg situation. Oh, where I, I like- can um, 
through her hands, master the ancient art of contact juggling. Um, can I read the best Yahoo Answer response I've ever seen on the platform? Uh, yes, please. By all means. Yahoo Answers user Bill C. responded, Oh boy, you don't know you already are a ghost. All of your friends are ghosts, too. No, just kidding with you. However, as you grow and mature, your goals and thoughts will change. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, President Obama. <laughs> Who was that from? Uh, President B- Obama. Bill C. Might be President Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Hey, this this shit's dumb, but don't worry. We've all been there. Eventually you'll grow up you're gonna, and you won't be such a dumbass. You're going to grow out of this real dumb shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Didn't you know? You're a ghost. All your friends are ghosts. Listen, just playing. Listen. But for real. I need you to know that real, that's though, not serious. That you can actually tell the moment in that response when the person turns their chair around and straddles it. Hey, <laughs> but let's listen. get real talk. Let's get, it's a, we've all had a lot of fun today, pretending that everyone you know is dead. <laughs> but let's talk about how you're going to grow up and change. Let's wrap. Let's wrap. Listen, your school brought me in today to talk to you guys about the fact that you're dumbasses. <laughs> Do you guys want to see me play some stunt volleyball and talk to you about drugs? <laughs> also, all your friends are dead. Not really, because I just sunk this basketball shot. But now let me tell you about how you're all going to grow up and not be so stupid. Pick any five people. I will stunt basketball against them solo. You are going to love this, but you shouldn't love heroin. Take it from me. I used to do heroin. That's how I got so good I'm at volleyball. Sometimes I'm in a long room or hallway, and I will I will not turn the lights on on one end because I'm just going to be uh, walking through. And about halfway through, I will regret it because it's dark. Yeah. And I'll get, like, so, so pooped. Like, way pooped out. Mm-hmm. And then... When you say that, do you literally mean so scared that you defecate? Like, so scared. No, I mean, like, I'm a grown man, but I would pee pants. I, I, I get so scared. You guys ever do that? You're in, like, a, lo- a dark hallway or something? Oh, yeah, and, all the time. Like, I, halfway I, through, I, you're I like, oh, shit, into- oh, shit, I know it. I know Justin, it's on. I'm routinely going into warehouses and, like, old shops and stuff. Yes, I, I do that Can quite Can I tell often. you guys the other place I just thought of that's way better that you definitely don't want to see it goes? Yeah. At the bottom of a pool. Oh no! 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 <laughs> okay, let you me throw go this down out. with your mask, and the ghost is like, gurgle, gurgle, ghost. No. And you're like, no, it's a ghost in the pool. Okay. You reach the bottom level of a building. The elevator doors open. Ghost, mm-hmm. right there in front of the elevator. Uh, let me hit you with this. Uh, it's an opening night of a movie, midnight movie, and you just waited in line to get a big tub of popcorn. <laughs> and you get it, and it takes you 20 minutes to get it, and you paid $8 for it, right? You know? Right? It's so right? expensive. Right? And then you take it back to your seat, and you got to work your way through the aisle. Like, excuse me, excuse me. And then you get back to your seat, and you look down, and it's not popcorn. It's just a ghost. <laughs> oh, man. you That you have to go all the way back <laughs> go up. back, and you have to wait in line for 20 minutes because they can't let you skip. And you get there, and you're like, uh, excuse me, you gave me a ghost. And then they say, no, I didn't. And you look down, and it's, you look down, and it's popcorn. <gasps> oh, <shit>. Shivered. <laughs> shivered. I am fully shivered at this point. Okay, imagine this. You've been okay. looking for a new car all for right. three months. I love so it. You've shopped around. Okay. You've gone through all the different financing options. You weren't sure at first because you wanted, like, a two-door, but then they started showing you the four doors, and you were really happy with one of them. And so it's been months. you got all your financing in order. you picked the right colors. You know the car you want. You buy it. As you're driving off the lot, you open the glove compartment, ghost. Check this out. Check this spooky story. You wait in line at Starbucks. You're waiting and waiting and waiting. And then you wait and then you wait. And then you get to the front and you say, I want a a grande salted caramel mocha and a benti skinny salted caramel mocha and oatmeal with brown sugar and nuts and pumpkin bread and pumpkin muffin. And then you reach, and then he says, it's going to be 1978, and you reach in your pocket and to get your wallet, but what's in there is actually a ghost. Oh, my God. I just flipped my popcorn over. <laughs> you just got shammered. How about this one? You go to a party, because your friends say that you're going to know a bunch of people there, and you get to it, and you don't actually know, um, you don't actually know that many people there, and then maybe there's a ghost or something. <laughs> Imagine this. Okay, so, like, you've been marinating, like, this roast in your crock pot for, like, okay. let's say, like, a 20 hour. It's, like, a real slow roast, right? Oh, my God. And you've been building up because you're going to have a dinner party that night. Okay. Right? And then you open the crock pot, and you didn't put enough liquids in, and now the whole thing's dried out, and suddenly the doorbell rings, and you open it, and there's a ghost. <laughs> 
Let's, and he wants okay. to tell you about Jesus. That was good. Check, that was good. Check this, check this out. All right. Voting day. You vote, go to the polls. You uh, go and you vote, and then you drive home, and then you mm-hmm. have some dinner, and then you wait for the results to come in, and then at the end of the night, you're looking, uh, Mitt Romney, 20%. Barack Obama, 20%. 60% landslide win a ghost. Oh, God. We've no. elected our first ghost president <laughs> of the United States of Spooktacular America. Yeah, yeah and you yeah, know he's not pro life. letting them ghosts vote. We no. give them ghosts the right to vote, and they're going to elect a ghost every time. Yeah. Hey, hey, ghost, why can't we see the death certificate? <laughs> hmm? <laughs> What's a good pet name for an uncle? <laughs> What's the role or title in other languages? Slangs? Is there a difference whether your uncle is from your dad's side or your mom's side? Include things like when kinders and kids, when kinders and kids mess up the pronunciation and it comes out like my unky. Got a fave pet name for your fave uncle? I hate this so much. <laughs> Do you guys know my favorite pet name for, for one of our uncles? What? What's that? Mark. <laughs> Dave. Dave. Adult Chris. Dave. Like, what? Wh- how do you... That person... Grown-ass man, Mark. Grown-ass Dr. Mark Wahlberg. Like, <laughs> why? He's a, he's a fucking... Listen, Uncle. Uncle Philippe, I've been wanting you and me get closer. So I came up with a pet name for you. You're kind of chunky, so I'm going to start calling you my chunkle. <laughs> You're my chunkle now. Have you ever noticed how you have a body ogre problem? From now on, you're my stunkle. Stunkle's you're my not funkle. bad. Um, I used to live with a guy named Jacob Dunkel. <laughs> and his, uh, the very name of which apparently makes Travis laugh. He uh, does. I love Dunkel. I saw, Dun- I saw Dunkel come out of Argo. Oh, yeah? Did he like Yesterday, it? Yesterday, I was what going was to Max How many Dunkel stars did he give it? <laughs> he, did, he didn't give any. He did He did say that you need to respond to his Facebook messages because he said you kind of left him hanging on a few of those. Oh, Fair man. He sent it like four, four months ago. get back with Dunkel. I feel, I, Dunkel, I'm sorry if you're, listening, if, you're, if you're listening, and you probably are. I'm he so. keeps up. He told me he listens. Yeah. So now, Dunkel, now you sorry. have no excuse. Anyway, he, he, he has to like enjoy things and then say that they were a slam Dunkel, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But he, uh, I can't remember if this actually happened or if we just wanted it to happen, like for him to have a sibling that had a child and then he would be Funky Uncle Dunkle or Funky Uncle Donkey or any combination of those three things. Funky Uncle Donkey. Oh, God. Um, my Uncle Nemo, we lovingly call Unk. <laughs> it makes like, him sound like a caveman. I like that, He too. is a Cro-Magnon. Hey, uh, did you... So who's bringing what for Thanksgiving? Well, I'm bringing the Pecan Sandies. And uh, is anybody bringing Cranberry? Oh, yeah, we uh, we assigned that to... <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, Axe <laughs> <Ax> here. <laughs> Sorry, just stepped just, on a duck. Yeah. Just so I could double-check in your fiction, is someone... <laughs> is someone... <laughs> Buy a package of Nabisco pecan sandies <laughs> and thinks that's a sufficient Thanksgiving offering. That's how he said with a sigh. Uh, and what's uh, what's Steve bringing? He's uh, he's bringing pecan sandies. I think if again. someone's gonna bring pecan sandies, it's gonna be because he does not sound like somebody who is graced with color. He's, he, he's just gonna pull one out of the back of his van where he just has stacks and stacks of packages of pecan sandies that he bought when the Piggly Wiggly down the street was going out of business. Just so I'm clear, is Unk actually Encino Man? <laughs> to be fair, Unk is not really related to either my mother or my father. He's more of a friend of the family, by which I mean a bear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the greatest Thanksgiving of my life, except for when that bear tore my arm off. But God, I love That's my no Unk. Bear. Excuse me, Unk Jr., son of Unk. <laughs> Forearms are just as powerful as the original Unk. Make no mistake. His large claws have torn all our tapestries, but we love him very much. But they've also torn down the emotional walls that was keeping my family apart. (laughs) You know, we went three Christmases without speaking until Unk showed up. They say a bear strength knows no limits, and we finally put that to the test when we used him to rebuild our home, and by which we mean our love. He was strong enough to hold this family together. (laughs) 
you lay off Unk. <laughs> Every year to Thanksgiving, he brings honey, and we love him for that. Um, and it's always he always pushes it forward a little shyly, as if yeah. to say, "This is all I could do." And God damn it, you've done enough. He and his son always talk about how like they like to wipe their ass with like really soft paper. I hate it. I hate it. Can I- he, you know what? He missed my wedding because he got captured and sent to the zoo. But I, well, I wasn't angry at him. How could I say angry? Hey everybody, this is Griffin Macro, your baby brother, and thanks for sticking with us as we do a, a best of episode. Justin and Travis are both on vacation, uh, and we figured, hey, it's been a while since we've done a Bros Better Bros Best, so we are putting one up so that they can enjoy their beach time, and I can enjoy my hurricane. So here's some Jumbotron stuff and some advertisement stuff. Uh, first off, I want to tell you about Wink. That's W-I-N-C. Uh, and Wink, what they do is they give you uh, access to exceptional wines from all around the world. Just go to trywink.com. That's T-R-Y-W-I-N-C.com. And what you're going to do on that website is you're going to take a brief palate profile quiz. And using that data, they're going to recommend some wines all customized to your palate, which will be sh- shipped directly to your door every month. Um, and because they, they base the wines that they send you on your taste preferences, they'll, uh, even introduce you to new, rare, and custom wines that are not available anywhere else. Uh, we've gotten some, some wines in here from TriWink that we've been sort of savoring, enjoying with our, our, our dinner meals, and it's been real, real nice. They're, they're very tasty. Uh, you know, beverages. And right now, Wink is offering listeners 20 bucks off with your first order when you go to trywink.com slash my brother. That's trywink, spelled T-R-Y-W-I-N-C.com slash my brother to get uh, $20 off your first order now. One more time, it's trywink.com slash my brother. Also want to tell you about Harry's. Uh, Harry's is all about getting a great shave at a fair price. Uh, they are half the price of the leaving, leading five blade razor. Uh, they're so confident, confident that you're going to love their blades. They'll send you their, uh, trial shave set for free when you sign up at harrys.com slash my brother. Uh, you just pay shipping. And what you get in that trial set is a weighted ergonomic razor handle, five precision engineered blades with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, a rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover. Uh, we all have Harry's razors. It's what I use. It's my off court buddy for my shaving needs. Uh, and it's really great. So go get your free trial set at harrys.com slash my brother right now. That is harrys.com slash my brother. Um, this one is very exciting. It's the Name of the Wind art deck. Uh, it's live now on Kickstarter. It's a beautiful deck of cards mat- uh, meticulously illustrated by artist uh, Echo Chernick, uh, featuring characters from the New York Times bestselling author Patrick Rothfuss, bestselling author and friend of the show and former guest uh, Patrick Rothfuss, uh, his novel The Name of the Wind, the first in the King Killer Chronicle series. Um, basically, th- this project uh, features two collections of, of decks, each with two distinct decks that have matching backs but different face cards. So you choose your favorite characters from each of the decks and you combine them to customize your deck with your favorites, all while having these two complete playable decks of cards. Um, the Kickstarter exclusive Chandrian collection is only available to Kickstarter backers and features two decks with a blue and black card back and a stunning black tuck box uh, design with blue foil uh there's also cameo appearances available you can buy a cameo appearance in an original art print created by echo chernik and uh, actually become part of the uh, edema ra troop with that's right us the McElroy brothers uh this is very very exciting for me as a huge huge fan of this novel series i cannot wait to see how it turns out so keep an eye out for when this print becomes unlocked so you can grab your spot in the art print under the open sky uh before they're all gone the kickstarter project is seeking twenty five thousand dollars and it's currently over one thousand percent funded so if you want to get your hands on these uh cards and the the exclusive edition do not miss out on this awesome project uh, just go to Kickstarter and search for the Name of the Wind art deck. That's how I found it, and that's how I am backing it literally right now as I am reading this. And, okay, i got a couple Jumbotron spots here. The first one is for Rob, and it's from Chelsea, who says, Hey, buddy, we always have such a great time playing games, telling dumb jokes, and making up ridiculously intricate theories about the Adventure Zone. Hopefully I've put most of those to bed at this point. Uh, I wanted it on the official podcast record that you are the best at everything you do, so I paid the brothers, or brother, to tell you. Brothers, he really is the best. I believe it. Uh, here's to many more years of good goofs. Uh, it's a very sweet message, and now it's official. It's this Every episode goes in the Library of Congress, so it's like government official that Rob 
is the best. Got another one here for Ed, and it's from Your Courgette. Probably said that wrong. Uh, Sumi, who says, Happy Friendiversary, or whatever personal celebration is most relevant right now because of Jumbotron timing. Uh, thanks for introducing me to Mabim Bam and the Adventure Zone and Bubble Baths. I hope you enjoy all of those simultaneously. I- I'm so glad that you're a part of my life. Here is to more delicious concoctions. Don't know why I said it like that. Uh, deep and meaningfuls and unscrupulous fun. I appreciate you so much. We all appreciate you, Ed. I, most of all, I've, I've been waiting for the right time to tell you this, and it is right now as I do this ad break by myself. Um, thank you to Maximum Fun for having us on the network. You can go to MaximumFun.org and check out all the great shows there. Um, it's all really, really good stuff, and it's all for free. You're going to find something you like, I guarantee it. Shows like Stop Podcasting Yourself, Baby Geniuses, uh, One Bad Mother, Lady to Lady, Jordan Jesse Go, Judge John Hodgman, so many great shows all at MaximumFun.org. If you want to hear uh, the rest of the stuff that we do, you can go to McElroyShows.com and check out all of our podcasts and video projects there. Big thanks to John Roderick and The Long Winters for these for our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Um, it's a really, really great album that you should go pick up. Hey, I uh, I mentioned the hurricane earlier, and all joking aside, if you have the means, please consider helping out. Um, Rachel and I have gotten a lot of messages. We live in Austin uh, for people concerned, and, and we're doing just fine. Um, Austin did not catch the brunt of this, but there are lots of uh, areas down on the coast and Houston that really could use some some help uh, if if you if you can help. Uh, so consider supporting an organization like uh, Portlight uh, or the Red Cross or uh, local food banks in, in Houston and Galveston and Corpus Christi and other uh, coastal areas. Um, there's the Greater Houston Community Fund. There are tons and tons of ways to get involved. Uh, just go online and find out where, where you can put your support. And yeah, we, tr- we try not to get too serious on the show, but it's a serious thing that's happening. And please consider helping out if you can. Um, I think that's it for right now. I'm going to let you get back to the rest of the best of episode. Uh, We will be back with another regular episode next week. Bye. Are you sad and confused about world politics? Worried about the upcoming inevitable nuclear war? Or maybe a rat is living in your house? There's a rat living in my house. How do you get rid of a rat from a house? Why not immerse yourself in a completely fictional imagined podcast for the beef and dairy industries? It works for me. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is the number one podcast for those involved or just interested in the production of beef animals and dairy herds. Don't worry, it's funnier than it sounds. Find us at beefanddairynetwork.com or maximumfun.org or wherever you get your podcast from. Oh, God, there's the rat. Oh, God. Let's have another death question. This is this Yahoo was sent by Jacob Locker, so you know it's going to be good. Thanks, Jacob. It's by Yahoo Answers user Philip, who asks, how much would it cost to bronze my corpse when I die? Hmm. <laughs> the first answer is exactly $32,988, wow. I guess. Is that including, like, all the, like, the fees? I like the this idea for, so much. For me, personally, let me tell you why. Okay. Just in case I ever do something awesome enough to merit a statue built in my honor... It's like pre-pro, you know what I mean? Like you, they right. don't have to worry about. I would love to build this statue in Griffin's honor. I would love to. He was a very mm-hmm. important figure for insert important reason here. Um, but I just don't know that we have the the maintenance fees for it right now. Uh, with this, I can say don't even worry about it. This is me, and maybe I'm standing up. Maybe I have a piece of pizza in my hand that I also bronzed, and I'm given like a hang ten sign with my other hand. <laughs> so kind of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pastiche. Maybe a little, maybe a little TMNT, uh, perhaps. Maybe I have roller skates on. Maybe the roller skates aren't bronzed. Well, that's going to create uh, some tricky feet issues. Anyway. First and foremost, I am bothered by the limitations of the question. I don't understand why I have to wait to be dead to be bronzed. <laughs> are you talking full bronzing or are you talking like a partial Tremaine? Oh, well, I'm just saying like... I feel like it would be very protective if I could just go, like, toes to neck. Okay. Yeah, leave my head out there for all the important shit, but just go toes to neck, and so then I know I'm bait. Wait, is bronze bulletproof? Um, It depends <laughs> on how thick sense. it is. Be- I can tell you this, though. It is poop and peep proof. <laughs> okay, There's so going to be need some outlets. I'm going to need some outlets cut. <laughs> okay, so basically what we're talking about is like a shitty Iron Man scenario. <laughs> yeah. I am Iron Man. Iron Man. I'm fucking falling over. <laughs> Shit, I landed on my dick outlet. 
Fuck! Help me! Pepper Potts! Help me! I peed and pooped in my bronze suit again. Watch me shoot my beams! Oh, I don't have beams? I'm just made of steel? Fuck me! Avengers, assemble! I pooped and peed in here a month ago. Master, yes, Jarvis. You smell like fucking piss on metal, and I hate it. I'm leaving. I'm an AI, and I hate it. I'm deleting myself because of how bad your pee metal smell smells. I like that Travis is concerned about it being bulletproof, as if anyone would ever want to shoot a, ro- a robot. Travis, you have to worry about it being bulletproof, because I'm saying a week and a half in, you're going to be like, fucking kill me. Yeah, what, I... What he, no, okay, Justin, I want to jump it, back. You're going to turn yourself any, No, if into there's a ro- any gun-toting criminal that walks in because there's a man covered in metal, surely he's a robot. That man doesn't deserve to be mad at me because he's an idiot. I am not a robot. I'm still a human being. I'm just trapped in a metal husk. Okay. And the husk that is become my life because of my Why? poor pre-planning. I, why would anyone want to shoot a man that has locked himself with his dick and butthole hanging out? How just like your a flap that people can look under and he can't stop him because he can't move his arms. Please, please, everyone, stop looking at my dick and or butthole. I think they have a name for someone whose limbs are encased in metal, but whose sex organs are exposed, and that's a fuck prisoner. <laughs> that's what you're setting yourself up for. Travis, can you, you should... can you admit to us right now that this actually sounds like your dream scenario? All that you have to do is have food fed to you and shit where you stand, and it's totally, totally acceptable. I don't like that you assumed that I would be bronze standing. Okay. What would what, what <laughs> would you what be? kind of bra- what position are we talking? Reclining on a chaise lounge like Cleopatra. Okay. Okay. The only person we have gotten irrationally angry at and I have not regretted is jugglers. I still feel like we were pretty much on the money with jugglers. Uh I want to keep that feud going. Mm-hmm. But literally everything else. I I am sorry for any time we've judged. I, now is that your Appalachian affectation on the word juggalos? <laughs> hey man, you no, gotta have festivals and a bunch of jugglers around. I would marry my firstborn daughter to a <laughs> juggalo before I let her date a juggler. Wow. I, I wanna leave it at that. Wow. Adam. I by saying that, my my future daughter is gonna listen to this and date a juggler to piss me yeah. off. God damn it. Kids, right? Nah. It's like, we work so hard for you to not date anyone who suspends balls in air. That's all I ask. That's all I ask is to stay away from wizards and prestidigitators and jugglers. Mm. I don't like anybody who does tricks. I don't think it's so wrong. Our dad was murdered at a carnival. Should we? Have we ever talked about the fact our dad was murdered at a carnival? No, I don't think so. Okay, well, it's although I would like to throw out uh, a special thanks to our our adopted father, uh, Clint Clint McRoy. By which I mean, we adopted him. You've done such a great job raising us, but the scars of our former dad's carnival murder, unsolved carnival murder. I feel like it really informs a lot of the stuff we talk about on the show. I am amazed that like I'm amazed that we've never talked. about Are you sure it hasn't come up? It seems like it would have come up the fact that our dad was killed by a juggler. Griffin, mm-hmm. <laughs> please give us a Yahoo question. Sure. Uh, this Yahoo question was sent in by Michael Lee. Thank you, Michael. It's by Yahoo Answers user question mark. Somebody explain what that meant. I think it's like the person deleted their account, which I love that Yahoo Answers like treasures their their questions so much that they don't just delete the questions too. Um, question mark asks, how do I unpotty train myself? <laughs> I am a teen baby and really want to know how to unpotty train myself night and day so I can be more like a baby again. Mm hmm. Yep. It it sounds like this guy is looking for a better answer than just poop and pee in your in your pants instead of in the toilet like a big boy does like you did on your big boy birthday. Um, Mm -hmm. But (laughs) I don't know what to tell. I don't know what to tell him. Open your toilet and put scorpions in. (laughs) (laughs) That is an option to you. Yes. When you're about to use the toilet. Don't. <laughs> okay, Josh, you think of it small. Let's go back to the scorpions <laughs> for a second. Can you remove the toilet from your house? Or better yet, can you have a friend do it when you least expect it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this? 
This is the bye-bye hole. There mm-hmm. used to be a toilet here. Now I just put things in it I never want to see again. Like all what? of my friendships. And my dignity. <laughs> hey, Justin and Travis. Yeah. Can you explain to me what a teen baby is? And it's not, apparently it is not a baby sired by a teen, which is what I prayed to Jesus it did mean. So, some people have chosen to live their life, and I'm trying to be very diplomatic here, because I'm sure there are people who listen to this show who are adult babies, but some people have chosen to live their lives as babies, because that's what makes them happy to live as babies. I mean, nice work if you can get it. I'd like to be a baby too. <laughs> like, I think we'd all like to figure out how to put this particular genie back in the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and Let's I see, do okay, mean bottle. Then, if, if I may, even then. You may. Adult baby? I get that. Adults, tons of responsibility and it fucking sucks and you want to be a baby and just be taken care of. I get it. Teen baby? What's your life really like that's so hard? No, Travis. As a teenager that you're like, if only I could regress eight years. Think back to high school. High school is, high school, middle school especially, but high school to some extent, the worst part of your entire life. The absolute worst part. I feel like the reason that not all teenagers are teen babies is because they don't know that that's an option. And honestly, I would say that if you if you are charismatic enough, you could probably pull off teen baby and be one of the most popular kids in school. He would be like, "Ah, oh, it's big baby, what's up?" Fucking- I think you're thinking of Teen Wolf. Yeah, Teen oh, Wolf couldn't yeah, pull right. that. You're right, you guys. Sorry. Oh, could you tell your new school that you're a werewolf? They would want to see some some. They're gonna need to see hard proof. Yeah, they're oh, gonna need to see the long dangerous. form. Town is too dangerous. Now the commitment is two days out of every month. You you can't go to school. Mm-hmm. You don't want to see me. I get super randy, and I'm real good at basketball, and I surf on top of my friend's van. It's too dangerous. You don't want to see this. I have a coworker who has a language issue. He seems to think the phrase... <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> he seems to... <laughs> God, you are 14 years old. <laughs> okay, I can do this. I can do this. He seems to think the phrase blow my load means the same as the phrase blow my top. He uses it frequently to describe when he feels angry. Needless to say, we all find this hilarious, but I don't want him to hurt his career through the use of this phrase. Should I ruin this beautiful situation by telling him or keep it a secret until he gets old? That's from Amused in New Orleans. Is it possible that your coworker just finds really random shit erotic. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, if the boss tells me to finish our report sooner one more time, I'm going to blow my load. He just like, he just kind of wants the printer to act up. You know? Mm-hmm. He kind of just wants to, you know, forget his lunch at home. If you don't get back in here and make a pot of coffee after you finish <laughs> it, I'm going to blow my load all over, all over the place. I don't have anybody like this in my life. You understand You understand that this person is a unicorn, and this thing doesn't really happen. It only happens in American Pie movies. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck Why the fuck would you ruin it by telling them? Yeah, you're, you are currently working with a mid-90s SNL Rob Schneider character, and you need to just... <laughs> <laughs> you need to just keep keep that keep that roll rolling, you know. Keep it keep it going. I'm I'm also willing to bet that if you even like that voice a concern out. about telling him, you will be swarmed by like thirty different people. Been like no, Todd, no, no, you no. can't. Todd, you can't tell him. Uh, this is all this. I've got, Todd. My think my family this. life is shit. Think about this, amusing New Orleans. If some other crankster had come along and fixed this before you got to it, mm-hmm. we would never have heard of it. Think about that for a second. That's true. Mm. And it wouldn't have brought joy to my life. Also, think about the fact that if you talk to this guy, that's going to be the in the Guinness Book of World Records for the shittiest conversation ever. Because mm. it's yeah. going to go, hey, Todd, that thing you've been saying, it means coming. And then he <laughs> he's going to fall to his knees and he's going to he's going to lash himself. Here's the thing. If you tell him, if you're the guy who tells him you are immediately responsible 
for every single time he has mm-hmm. said that and you have not corrected him. Yeah. Oh, great point, Justin, because he's going to sit there and think, well, I said it to you, I've said it when, to you like- when the boss's niece was around and you didn't say shit. <laughs> you just have me keep saying it. What's the matter with oh, you? Oh, hey, by the way. It means coming. <laughs> it does mean coming, sir. If everybody doesn't know. Yeah. Why is Garfield so funny, mm-hmm. but period. not, period, but not in any way that his creator can harness? <laughs> why, why is everyone else able to make Garfield funny, mm-hmm. but somehow the ability to elude it escapes mm-hmm. Jim Davis? <laughs> Daily, seven times a day, this motherfucker can't get the funniest strip correct. He cannot, he is unable to see what he has made and and use it for good. Uh It's one of those things where Garfield minus Garfield is like some of the funniest shit around, but if he had just drawn that strip, it it would have been fucking mind-blowingly terrible. Ultimately, the comedy that we find in it is a direct result of Jim Davis's impotence. That, right, this is it's what- his inability. Right, exactly. If he were more competent as an artist or creator, then we wouldn't be. But see, like, okay, you look at Garfield minus Garfield, or really any sort of deconstructionist Garfield rap that we have done. Right. It if Jim Davis had the artistic ability to really to to kill his little darlings, to to have the sort of foresight that that scalpel, that artistic scalpel to cut away the inessentials of his comedy, he could be one of the the great ones, excuse mm-hmm. me, Bill Watterson. He could be he could be the greatest comic artist of all time, but he is unable. He cannot see beyond. But in in his a way, mediocrity. in a way though, isn't that his legacy? This is what I'm saying. It's intentional. I'm saying that Garfield people wouldn't be talking. Garfield wouldn't be as relevant as it is today, which is to say, incredibly relevant. Sure, yeah. If it was, if it was just like, if it was the funniest thing ever, if it was Mad TV, you know. Wait, excuse me? That's a whole different rabbit hole. I don't want to go down right now. If it was was the funniest thing ever, a la Mad TV, then people wouldn't um, be talking about it because there would be nothing to say. Except, did you see the latest Garfield? And people would say yes and say, I laughed so hard that I forgot to feed my kids. I would hate to be the weird magician that came up with the frosty stuff and then try to explain to people why. I don't know what good excuse. Like, first off, you have to open, and like the first line of your explanation has to be, "Well, not for sex." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I want to be clear on one thing. This well, should be self evident. This, this thing's made out of snow and coal. There is, there is no. It's not a weird sex thing. I was lonely, mm-hmm. and was That's, I open minded? Yes, I was. What is he has to friend, really explain? Friendship, maybe. What he has to explain away. Is why make this sentient living thing with the heart and soul of a kind human being out of the most like fleeting substance that there is. <laughs> I made this hat that you put on a fart and it turns it into a person. <laughs> oh, what was I thinking? Original my first shot at this was Frosty, the sort of homunculus I made out of wet sand right on the edge of the beach, right at about like 4.30, right before high tide came in. Have you ever noticed how from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. every single day, you just hear a creature screaming, a sandy, sandy scream in terror? That's my bad. That's but I'm going to get it right. Mark mm. my words. Just move them up the beach, you say. That's not a bad idea. But then the pelicans can get at them. I'll workshop it, but... But is it even sadder if you think about... He puts this hat on. He Mm -hmm. knows, like, nothing. It's his birthday, you know? By the the way, a a top hat, not even a sun hat, to protect him from the rays. No brim whatsoever. And and he's just this happy-go-lucky young man. And yet, for some reason, there's two things he knows. He knows how to love, and that he will soon be dead. He's learning everything else on his own, and yet there is one inherent piece of information in his head. Oh, by the way, if it heats up above, say, about 32, I'm out of here. Yeah. So you're basically saying he's the epitome of Tim McGraw's live like you were dying. Yes. He was specifically <laughs> created to know only one thing, and that he didn't have long to go. Live like you were melting. 
<laughs> I told some kids in the neighborhood about how I was going to die. <laughs> I tried to, tried to go skydiving, but I just kind of fell apart because I made of snow. Can't, if, a, if a parachute whipped me back, it would probably rip me in half. Please don't throw my chest bones at a kid. Torment <laughs> him. Frosty doesn't have bones, I don't think. I think that's what I'm saying. His bones are made of snow, and then you turn those into snowballs, and then you hit somebody with it. Right. How is he ambulatory if inside his snow flesh is not a nice skeleton? I assume it was like uh, various sacks of water and air. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like squishing and refilling. Much like an octopus or something along those lines. Uh, Did you go see Frosty? Yeah, I tried to stand next to him, and the sound of his body. <laughs> moving. What if maybe it had maybe. nothing to do with magic? It was just like the, the it was genetics. So it genetically made a half that when you put it on, like that was the only response system. This is gonna sound weird, but could you put your could you put your mouth on my armpit and blow? My air sac seems to have deflated. <laughs> I wanna wave goodbye to you kids oh, before it's too late. Watch out for my venomous prongs. <laughs> I have all the, I have all of those to keep the dogs away. Oh, the traffic cop hollered, stop. So I inked all over him. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) I'm nature's greatest monster. (laughs) I want to tell you about our last advertiser, ExtremeRestraints.com. It is a... It is a diverse retailer. All right, all right. With a variety of goods that seem to have no discernible theme. Nope. It's a general store, then. You would say. It's something of a general store. Uh, here's an attachment you can put on a drill that it seems to be a soft rubber tip, perhaps to protect you from drilling things accidentally. <laughs> have, have, what happens? Are you jamming a drill and then you turn it on and you say, whoops, that's not... I didn't mean to drill this this chair. How do you, uh, you get into this predicament in the first you place? You trip. You tr- you get excited because you're about to mm-hmm. drill something, so you start drilling, and then you fall or trip. Okay, I'm looking at one thing here, and it looks like Have you ever like been carrying a candle around and thought like, I ah, this takes up a whole hand, and I need two hands to do some things? It looks like here they have a belt that you can wear that you can hold the candle on the belt, and then you have two free hands. I think oh, that's impressive. I think I understand. Um, you know how sometimes you're uh, at home, <laughs> you just got back from the grocery store, and you pull, you get out the kielbasas that you bought at the grocery store, and you think, man, I these sure looked bigger at the grocery store. And then uh-huh. you get them out, and you find them unsatisfyingly small, and you think, I, sure. these aren't going to keep me, these aren't going to fill me up. Um, they have a special, per- I'll call it a peripheral, and it is a pump. And uh-huh. you put the kielbasa inside it, and if you, <laughs> and then all of a sudden your kielbasa... The kielbasa that you bought for eating is bigger. Have Have you ever said something you didn't mean to someone, <laughs> and you think, "Ah, oh, me and my big mouth. When am I going to learn to keep my When am I going to learn to keep my big mouth shut? Well, what if I could? What if What if you could put a ball in there all the mm-hmm. time that you can't take out at uh-huh. all? Maybe a big. Maybe you put a whole leather mask in front of your face that looks like a dog. <laughs> And you, and you never know, and it's very funny because you know it's it's a great gag gift because everyone's always walking dogs <laughs> but nobody ever puts the leash on a person. <laughs> and it, you know what else? Everyone extreme restraints. You know what else makes a great gag gift? <laughs> yeah, a, a gag. Oh, good. You ever wonder what goofs and goofs and goofs? Can this be the rest of the episode, please? <laughs> have you ever is- have you ever been at home? And it's real hot, so you're obviously you're not wearing any pants or underpants, <laughs> and so you're sitting there. And um, I don't want to get blue, but let's say your privates are out. But all of a sudden, there's a, a bunch of wild dogs get in the room, and you're afraid that you'll be bitten uh, on your privates. Well, there's a special cage that you can put around it to keep uh, wild animals away from the thing that you have down there, whatever it may be. But I think the I know. Strange is. is looking out for your safety. It's a hey. it's a safety cage like a shark with shark divers use. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how sometimes when you turn into a werewolf, people chain you up in the basement. Uh huh. Well, what if only your privates turn into a werewolf? <laughs> <laughs> Have you thought about that underserved uh, portion of the population? Mm-hmm. It. What if you're the captain of a pirate ship? 
Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, go on. I'm following so far. How you need something to with which to punish the 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 shipmates who act up, and we're uh-huh. really uh, you can't go to Target and buy a cat of nine tails. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Then, sure. Th- yeah. Go is, on. This is a whip specifically for non-sexual punishment. <laughs> I can't stress this enough. Well, imagine this: that you're trying to get to work, right? But you're okay. late, and you need to take the carpool lane. But you're okay. by yourself, and you got no one to carpool with you. Well, then you reach in the trunk, and you inflate yourself a friend. And you <laughs> oh, pop them into buddy. your passenger seat. <laughs> carpool buddy. That's at extremestraints.com. You ever look at really ski cucumber and thought, I bet I could juice that. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> com has got you covered. Have you heard? Head honcho. Uh, man, chronic constipation is a problem that a lot of people run to nowadays. <laughs> Maybe you want to buy. Maybe you don't want to go to the ball greens and buy a douche. And maybe you want to buy a special douche, one that can get real deep in there. You know, chronic diarrhea is a problem. <laughs> Would it be easier to just plug it up? <laughs> it's just not. Nothing. Not you nothing. covered in extreme restraints. Oh, nothing coming or going. Everything. Oh my god. You know, you know, swings are great for the kids. <laughs> what about adults? <laughs> But don't you miss the fun of, of soaring through the air and out of care of the world? Well, Extreme Restraint says you covered mm. with a fun swing to mm. swing on. Sure. Tra- Griff, did you have another question? One last one to send us off on? Yeah, I could. I could do that for you. This it's final Yahoo was, dole, but let's do it, it. it was sent in by Nolan Hitchcock. Thank you, Nolan. It's by Yahoo Answers user Jessica, who asks, Is it bad to give my six-year-old baby a little French onion dip? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Justin McElroy. <laughs> I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Mugs, shirts, stickers, patches, tanks, and more are yours for the purchasing at MaxFunStore.com. Hey, you already love the podcasts, so why not take this to the next level and outfit your home and bod with our merch? MaxFunStore.com. Because if you have to wear a shirt, it should be one of ours.